My mission is to teach you how to create and stick to a plan for your money that you love and that you believe in so that you can have less stress and more freedom. That's the budget effect. And this is the budget effect podcast. Welcome in. Are you ready to transform your financial well-being and live with less stress and more freedom? Good. Hit subscribe or follow if you're on Apple and you'll stay updated with our weekly episodes filled with actionable tips and insights. Now let's get to the good stuff. So I was working on paying off my debt for years. I had a little bit of a car loan. I had some lawyer bills. I can get to that another time why I had those. Medical bills, like my daughter had tubes in her ears twice and we had medical bills that we were paying every month. Student loans, of course, and a little credit card debt, not too much, but a couple thousand dollars. So I was working on paying that off for years, just little by little. But when I finally fixed these four mistakes, I paid all that debt off faster and with less income and with two kids, just fixing these four mistakes, how I manage my household money. So today I'm going to give you the goods. This is life-changing stuff right here. Seriously, once I learned how to fix these four mistakes, which I'm going to teach you today, my life was truly changed. That's the budget effect. It doesn't just affect your money. It affects your whole life. So please let me give this knowledge to you right now. All right, let's hit it. Mistake number one, you are not budgeting, which is really just planning, all of your income. You need a zero balance budget. And this was my biggest mistake because I thought I was being responsible with my money. I would start every month. And I would list out all my bills that I had to pay and I would actually write it down and I would pay all my bills first. And then I would have, I knew like this is what I had left for money and I would put it on my credit card because I wanted to earn the points. And for the most part, I was paying off my credit card every month. So I didn't have much of a balance until sometimes I did, (laughs) but The thing was, I wasn't planning out that last chunk of money. I just said, this is how much I have left for the month. But I wasn't allocating any of those dollars, meaning I didn't have an exact plan for that money. I just knew I had that left. So why is this a problem? Well, I just said I would sometimes then get a credit card balance because I wasn't being intentional. I didn't know what I had, what I had left, nothing like that. So that's a problem. Number two, it's a problem. If you are someone who has anxiety, then like you don't know how much money you have left for this. If something comes up, you don't really know if you have money for it. You might do it anyway without knowing that that could cause anxiety if you're someone who has anxiety or maybe you have anxiety. So you just don't do it because you don't know if you're going to have the money. You don't actually know how much you have to spend, like even at the grocery store or when you go clothes shopping at TJ Maxx. Like you just, you know, you have this amount for the month, but you didn't figure out how much you're going to need for groceries, how much you're going to need for gas, how much you're going to need for family fun, what's coming up in the future that you're going to need money for. So you just kind of have this big chunk of money and you don't know if you really have enough money to buy what you want at TJ Maxx. And if you do buy it, it might send you over again back into your credit card balance. So it's just, it's not planning what you want, okay? It's not 
going to move you forward with your money fast because you don't know exactly the plan. And also, it doesn't allow you to think about your future. Like if you plan, if you plan out all your money at the beginning of the month, even that last chunk after you pay your bills, you can put some of that away for some funds that you want in the future, whether it's a Christmas or holiday fund, a vacation fund, a van fixing fund. That's one of mine. Like I know eventually my van is going to need something fixed with it. So I could put money away for that. Or even just like that I take out of there to do oil changes and stuff because that doesn't happen every month. So it's good to have a little fund for anything. And then also, like if you pay all your bills first at the beginning of the month, you think you're responsible, but you're really only paying your minimum balances. And then this is how much money I have left for the month, this big chunk. What you're also not allocating is extra money toward your debt. So you're not working on moving forward with your money more quickly. Or maybe you'll say, whatever I don't spend at the end of the month, I'll put on my debt or I'll put into savings or I'll put into investing. But I mean, if you don't, you're less likely to have more money at the end of the month if you don't have a plan for everything. That actually takes me to my second point about like setting intentional goals. So point number two, mistake number two, you are not clear and intentional about your goals. So back when I wasn't making any progress, I also didn't have a clear goal. It was like, well, I knew I should invest. I knew I should save. I knew I wanted to buy a house someday. We were still living in an apartment. I knew I should pay off my credit card debt. I like, I know that isn't good, but I, I didn't really have money for that stuff, but that was actually false. I did have money for that. I just had to be intentional about feeding money toward that goal. So again, in a zero balance budget, which I just talked about where you plan out every single dollar at the beginning of the month, then you put money towards your goals. So let's get back to that a little bit. I think I skipped over actually how to plan your money out each month. So like I said, we did, I would list out all my goals and then I had this big chunk of money. Well, you take that chunk of money and you say, this is exactly how much I want to spend on groceries. This is exactly for gas. This is for family fun. This is for restaurants. Or you, you could you give every single category and then you don't go over your grocery budget. If you do, you have to take money from a, the family fund budget. And that's no fun. That's no family fun. <laughs> Not that I've never done that. Of course I have. But you still have to you, planning out all your money can just really move yourself forward. So let's get back to the goal. Now, if you have this intentional goal maybe it's pay off your credit card. Then you also like put less, maybe for two months, we're not going to even have any money in our family fund. We're going to do all free things because we are going to put money in this pay off my credit card area. And we're going to plan pay off the credit card earlier. You whatever your goal is, or maybe it's a Disney vacation. Well, then you plan to put that money towards your Disney vacation and you plan out all your other money so that it works. 
and you stick to all your other money so that it works. And my favorite part was at the end of the month, when you give that extra money toward your goal, like say we have $500 in our grocery fund and we only spent 450. The best part is then you give that extra $50 toward your goal. Everything, like every area that you didn't spend all the money, you give it towards your goal. And then that moves you even faster towards your goal. So not only do you allocate money towards your goal, you give all your extra money toward your goal. And if you were not planning out your money at the beginning of the month, you wouldn't even know really how much you have or you would barely have any left. So plan out all your money. That's called a zero balance budget where you know your income and you plan it exactly all out where you want to spend it all. And be very intentional intentional be very intentional about what goal you're working on and every extra dollar you get goes toward that goal and it'll go way faster and then you'll have even more money to work on your next goal and there's a little bit of thought process and there's a little bit of work that goes into being intentional about your goal of course you have to believe in it you have to believe in the value of your goal There's a lot of science behind this, and I definitely am going to get into some of like the science of goal setting and budgeting, like in your mind, psychology, I guess it would be in the future. But you have to believe in your goal. You have to have value. So if whatever your goal is, it has to hold a lot of value for you. If you want to pay off your credit card, you have to be constantly telling you, like, why is this a goal? How is it going to help you? What's it going to impact? And really believe in it. And then another thing, to work on your goals, you really need to have your foundations set or your goal could come crashing down. So I just keep using this credit card goal. It's just working for me today. So say your goal is to pay off your credit card, but you have no savings. Because like having a little bit of savings is a foundation. Well, then if all of a sudden something happens, you're, I don't know, you back into your garage door or something and now you need your garage door fixed. (laughs) Uh, First of all, I'm sorry about that. That sucks. But then you have to put that on your credit card, right? And that would totally bring your goal of paying off your credit card crashing down. But if you had some savings then you have money to pay off your garage door without stopping your goal of paying off your credit card. So having your foundations in line, like your first goals should be to have your foundations in line, savings, and then actually paying off debt, I would say is another foundational item for your budget, because that's going to give you more money toward fun goals. Like paying off debt, yeah, that can be fun when it's happening. It's like a dopamine hit. Boom, 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 paying off your debt. You're so happy. You're so excited. But it's really just getting you out of the negative, right? To move forward with your money, you want to be able to invest and do fun things, buy your house, go on vacation, whatever it is that you want. Everyone's different. But that's like moving you forward but you got to get out of the negative first. Okay. So there's a lot behind goal, like these goals. I, I can go into it a lot, but I just want you to know that mistake number two with moving forward with your money is not even having a goal and not being intentional with reaching that goal. 
So what is your one goal that you're going to work on first? Set it and be intentional. Mistake number three, let's move on. Mistake number three that keeps you from moving forward with money is not tracking your expenses throughout the month. Okay, so let's say you got you budget all your income, this much for groceries, this much for gas, this much for whatever. You have it all budgeted down. You're doing the zero balance budget. Every dollar has a purpose. Every dollar has a spot. And then here's where a whole lot of people run into mistake number three. You don't track it throughout the month. And I'm talking about actually writing it down. Like you are actually taking a pencil, writing it in your notebook or typing it in your spreadsheet. You have no idea how you're doing throughout the month. If you don't write down what you spent at groceries on Tuesday, you have no idea how much money you have left in your grocery bill and your grocery like fund for the month. And then you aren't intentionally sticking to your plan. Oh, that remind like this reminds me of when I play football in the backyard with my kids. And it's me and my daughter against my son. And I always give my daughter a play, like run two steps and then turn left. And I'm going to throw it to you right there. But she like runs way out and does some circle, goes around the tree. (laughs) And then I have to throw it to her when she's like 25 feet away from me, which she's not going to catch it. Well, I don't think she's going to catch it. And I'm like, why didn't you stick to the plan? That's what this is when you don't write it down with your budget. Like you make a plan and then you just kind of run around, spend wherever you want, and you're not sticking to your plan. You're not going to move forward with your goal if you don't write it down and track it as the month goes on. You can't just like wish and hope that you get to the end of the month and you stuck in all your budget. You have to pay attention to it as you spend your money, as you go throughout the month. Uh, A little bit of science. I've been I've been really into the science of goal setting and setting goals and budgeting and um because I think it can really help us do this well and it can really help me teach people to do it well. So according to the science of neuroplasticity. So this is like when you learn something new, your brain actually changes. The little synapses or the little connections reorganize in your brain as you learn. So as you're learning a new language, your brain like reorganizes itself to do it or learning how to play the piano. Your brain reorganizes itself. And in our case, learning to stick to a budget. Okay. So your brain is actually changing as you learn to do this. And science shows us that as we're trying to learn something new, when we make an error And we feel that frustration that actually signals certain brain areas to be more alert so that next time our brain is more focused and we're more likely not to make the error. So how I'm connecting this is when you write stuff down, you're going to go over, especially in the beginning, but not just in the beginning, every every month, like you're going to make a mistake maybe. Okay, go over your budget, even like where you know it's stupid. I do it all the time. Like, I know this was a stupid purchase. I'm mad at myself for doing this. And when you write it down, it causes that little bit of a pain. Like, man, this caused me to go over my shopping budget. And I don't even, I'm mad at myself for buying this. Like, why would I do that? 
dumb. Okay, so now I'm feeling frustrated, which is an error, and it sends it to my brain, and my brain now is more alert for me not to make that same error next time. So maybe next time when I'm in the checkout line and I'm looking at all the stuff they have to make you buy in the checkout lines, my brain is going to be more alert. And it's going to say, eh, remember last time you did this, you went over your budget, you felt really frustrated, you felt really dumb. Don't do it. Don't do it. So, and this stemmed from writing it down and reflecting on it and feeling that feeling of frustration. So we got to write it down. We got to get that little bit of a pain when we're not sticking to our budget so that we can learn Like I said, it's like learning anything. When you learn a language, you're not going to be perfect at first. You have to make errors and that's how you learn and that's how you get stronger. Same with budgeting. So that's like looking at it from a negative viewpoint. You got to write it down so that you feel frustration. But also let's look at it from a positive viewpoint. If you're writing it down and you know exactly where you are in your budgets and you're actually doing well, you're not making those errors it feels really good. It gives you that confidence. It makes you happy. It, it's a very positive feeling. And then it's like, wow, I'm going to have money left over toward, to go toward my goal that I'm working on. And, and it's, it also makes you feel really good. So it, the negative feelings can help you and the positive feelings can help you. You got to write it down as the month goes. And that's, And like one of the mistakes so many people are making, we're not tracking our money. And I, this is another thing I'll probably get into in the future, but I don't really believe in those apps that track it for you. I believe that you are the one that needs to write it down. You need to write it down so that you can actually feel that pain or feel that positivity. All right. So mistake number three, not writing it down. Mistake number four, you never close out your budget. This is the last, just one more for today. One more mistake that's going to keep you from moving forward with your money. And it is you don't close out your budget. Now, what does that mean? So I told you, you need to plan all your money out. You know exactly what your income is and you plan out every dollar at the beginning of the month. And then at the end of the month, you like, Make sure you stayed in all your budgets. And this is what I've been talking about. If you have, let's say, 25 extra dollars in your grocery budget, okay, this is how you close it out. You take that $25 and you put it towards your goal. Or if you went over $25 in your gas budget, then I guess you got to move it over to your gas budget. It doesn't go toward your goal, but at least you're not going in the negative. You're staying positive. You're staying in the positive because we don't want to go backwards. We want to go forwards with our money. And then you close, you basically do that with every single area that you budgeted for. And again, this kind of goes with the writing it down. Like it's the really positive feeling when you do it and it keeps you motivated to keep moving forward with your money. And it's the negative effect when you made mistakes. It's the negative feeling that, Uh, it's actually a little bit painful and you don't want to do it again. So moving forward the next month, it'll help you. But again, closing out, 
is where you actually move the money toward your goal, which goes back up to being intentional with your goal. Like if you don't close out your budget at the end of the month, then that money might just sit in your account. No, you want to move that money toward your goal that you believe in, that you value, and that you know is going to impact you. And when I first started, I was doing weekly closeouts. Like I was, I didn't have a lot of money. I had to be super intentional. And so I would budget my money for the week. This is how much gas, groceries, everything for the week. And so every single week I was closing that out. And if I had extra money, I would move it toward my goal. So every week I hit my, I got to meet my goal. I got to help go toward my goal. That is a very positive feeling. That'll give you a lot of confidence. That'll, that's like a dopamine hit when you have that success. I might go back and do that. Actually, I've been doing it monthly, but I feel like when it gets stale, go back to weekly, do it every week, move everything towards your goal. It feels awesome. And the money is no longer there to spend. So if you really, if this goal is really valuable to you, you're not just going to let that extra money sit in your account waiting to get spent on something that you don't value as much. You value your goal. You want to move that money over right away. That's going to make you reach your goal faster. So you do not want to forget this step of closing out your budget either at the end of the month or at the end of each week. And that is part of a good household money plan. So let's recap today's amazing episode, guys. There are four little tweaks that you can make to make sure that you are actually moving forward with your money. Number one, plan for all your income, zero balance budgeted, meaning you have your income and you plan for every single dollar until you're in, until you get down to zero. Like you keep subtracting from your income, putting it in these categories until your income is down to zero. That is a zero balance budget. Plan it. Number two, be intentional about your goal. Know your goal, believe in it, and be intentional of moving all the extra money you have toward that goal every single week when you close out your budget. Every single month when you close out your budget. Number three, track your money by writing it down. Get the negative frustration from writing it down and the positive feeling of success from writing it down. It's a double whammy. Write down, track your income as you go. And again, don't forget to close out each month or each week and move your money forward. Stick with me because I am going to keep walking you through this. I'm going to help you get there. The very first step is so easy. Follow this podcast. That's all you have to do. It's your very first step. I am wishing you less stress, more freedom, and many money goals met. See you next time.